Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Welcome back to Private Parts Unknown, a podcast that explores love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak. And I'm Sophia Alexandra. And it's not just Skittles and lollipops today, privates, because we are getting on a diet for great sex. Yes, and redefining the word diet. Yes. Because as you all know, because you're alive in this world, (laughs) (laughs) diet has become a word that makes us feel bad and makes us think of restrictive eating. And this conversation is not about any of those things. No, totally. Diet is so triggery and has so many negative connotations these days. And really, it just means a way that you eat. (laughs) And so this is about eating healthy. It's not about triggering any negative body image ideas that you know, society has so beautifully packaged up for us. This is about just getting healthy and getting blood flowing to your genitals. (laughs) Truly. I mean, I think when we think healthy food also, we tend to just be like, well, I guess the only thing I can have is something that tastes bad and is shitty that I would not want to (laughs) eat. I think this conversation just reframes it as like, eat to fuck, you know? Fuck to eat. Eat, pray, fuck. That is what we're about. Okay, that is the name of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Our guest today is Christine Delosier. She is the author of Diet for Great Sex and has been on her own, you know, journey as a dietitian and as a person who struggled with her own body image and has had to redefine that. And I think she is the perfect person to have this conversation with. So I'm so excited to share it with you guys. Here we go. All right, privates, we are so excited because we have a treat for you today. We have Christine Delosier, author of Diet for Great Sex. And I was telling Christine before we started, but like, I need this because I'm a terrible eater. I eat Skittles. That's my main food group. (laughs) (laughs) And her other main food group is Diet Red Bull or whatever, which is... (laughs) See right there, which was her way to get off of Diet Mountain Dew. Honestly, we just went on like a weekend vacation and I was like, I can't eat like this. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I just can't do it. I'm so bloated. I I can't digest this Taco Bell. And Courtney's like, no one can. But she was very (laughs) philosophical about it. Anyway, we need your help. We're so glad you're here. I guess, first of all, like what inspired you to write the book? Were you having great sex? Did you want to have great sex? Where were you on that? 
first of all, having great sex is definitely um, high on my priority list. But since I specialize in sexual health in my private practice, in my acupuncture practice, I wanted to find something that could help my patients to support their treatment goals. So before I was an acupuncturist, when I was an undergrad, I trained to be a research scientist. And so what I wanted to find out was, you know, okay, I'm a foodie. I love food. I like the aesthetic of food. I like everything about it. I love making food, taking pictures of it. And I know how much what we eat affects every aspect of our lives. What I wanted to see was what exactly does the food we eat have to do with our sexual health? Because if we want to treat the root of great sex, we need to think about diet. You know, psychologically, great sex is, you know, the right partner, the right mood, the right situation. But physiologically, great sex is when our nerves are firing strong, rapid signals to and from our genitals. It's when our blood vessels are delivering abundant blood flow, and it's when our sex hormones are balanced. And there is a whole lot of research showing that the food we eat affects this both in the short term and in the long term. And so I just wanted to write a book laying it all out and saying, this is how food affects sex. Eat this if you want to have better sex. And does it work? Absolutely. It definitely works. There's a lot of evidence to support it. And then, of course, being in my private practice, I've tested this out on my patients and and on myself. Well, I wanted to say that, you know, obviously the root cause of how we feel during sex has to do with the fuel that we put into our body. But we have never had anyone on the podcast to talk about the way that food relates to sex. And I think most people don't really think of that connection other than the very simple like oysters is an aphrodisiac. And there's that annoying phrase of like abs aren't made in the gym. They're made in the kitchen or whatever. (laughs) That makes me want to gag every time I see it. But it makes me think about how maybe great sex isn't just made by like what we do to each other, but also like how our bodies feel before we even get there. So yeah, I don't know. You blew my mind with this book. Totally. So what do we eat? I mean, that's, we needed some answers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's what the whole book is about. But let me tell you about one of my favorite foods for great sex. And it's, you know, the reason it's one of my favorite foods is because that whole trifecta of great sex, it's good for all of them, is leafy greens. Human beings, we have kind of lost our way in terms of what we eat, and we kind of rely on other people to tell us what to eat, whereas animals, you know, they just, they naturally know what foods and plants and things to eat. They have an instinct for it and and an intuition. And Humans have kind of lost our intuition. But if you look at other primates, for example, they sit around eating leaves all day. I mean, that's a a huge source of their caloric intake. And there's a reason for it. You know, they get many times the amount of calcium, magnesium, other minerals and essential nutrients, some phytonutrients that are great for sex. So leafy greens are definitely something that should be in our diets. And, And how they actually affect sex is really immense. So firstly... Leafy greens help balance our sex hormones, and they do so. One of the ways they do that is by reducing cortisol. So cortisol is a stress hormone which sabotages testosterone, and testosterone is critical for male and female sexual health and sexual pleasure. So when we're stressed out, which who's not stressed out nowadays? I mean, we have really hectic lifestyles, right? And so our cortisol levels go up, our testosterone dips, and we're not as horny, and we don't have as good a sex. Mm -hmm. 
The other thing that leafy greens do is they promote vascular health. So they improve the elasticity of blood vessels leading to and from the genitals, and they promote their pliability, but also they remove kind of calcifications and other kind of things that stiffen blood vessels. So that's a big one. They also are naturally high in nitrates. Um, We're not talking about like deli meat nitrates. We're talking about the good nitrates that are in food. And so that has actually an immediate dilating effect on blood vessels. So it's one of those things that you actually get an immediate effect from it as well. And um, thirdly, leafy greens are loaded with things like antioxidants, for example, and other nutrients which speed nerve conduction. And there's lots of research to show it. So for example, in one study, they had participants increase their antioxidant intake, and then they measured their nerve conduction. They measured how quickly their nerves fired and how strongly those impulses were. And following the increase in antioxidants in their diet over the course of, I think it was a few weeks in one study, they had stronger nerve conduction. We know that stronger nerve conduction means more pleasure. All those pleasure signals to and from the genitals, the stronger they are, the more we feel pleasure. The stronger they are, the better orgasms, the easier orgasms. And for my female patients, that's probably one of the biggest pros of this diet is because it can be difficult to achieve orgasm and a lot of a lot of females struggle with that. So um, it can take a lot, a lot longer than their partner, although that's kind of a, a sex difference as well. So difficulty achieving orgasm or orgasms that aren't that good or libido that's low, those are all things that I focus on with my female patients primarily. So leafy greens are one of those things that are you know really especially good for that. I have a question about leafy greens. Okay. Sorry. These are like a series of dumbass questions, but that's I think okay. <laughs> there's a lot of dumbasses listening to fellow dumbasses. <laughs> when you say leafy greens, you mean like, like kale and stuff, right? And not like butter lettuce because like that doesn't oh. have what we want or are you oh, also no. counting that? Oh, butter lettuce is good. Yeah. I like butter yeah? lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. Romaine, uh, green leaf lettuce, red leaf, spinach, all of those are all leafy greens. So they all count. So you can do romaine? I'd been led to believe romaine is bullshit. Okay. The one that, that is the most bullshit is going to be iceberg lettuce. Yes. Because it's like, it's not green. It's like white. You know what I mean? It doesn't even look like a leaf, really. But you do get some nitrate, you know, some of those nitrates that'll dilate your blood vessels, but not much else with, with um, iceberg lettuce. But no, romaine's good. It's nice and green. So anything, the greener, the better is, is what, you know, as far as sexual health goes. And so romaine has nice dark leaves and so they're good. Yeah. I'm amazed that that and butter lettuce is game. And my second question is, so I have heard that spinach nutrients are absorbed only when spinach is cooked, really? Is that true? There are certain nutrients that are better absorbed when they're cooked. So, you know, get both. I mean, when you're eating, for example, a soup, throw like a handful of kale, for example, in that. That's a tougher leaf, which does really nicely in a soup. You know, mm. so you can you can get both and then you'll tap into both the nutrients that are better preserved when they're raw and the nutrients that are better absorbed when they're cooked. Cokes, be honest. Have you been avoiding going to the doctor this past pandemic year? I'm not trying to get Corona, bitch. <laughs> that is the correct answer to a trick question. 
And can we be honest about how annoying it is to make an appointment and then go see a doctor just to get birth control or erectile dysfunction meds? Who wants to do that? Nobody. I'm staying at home in my sweatpants. Exactly. Which is why Eve Adam is the service for you. Because Eve Adam lets you meet with a doctor and get medication right from your couch. That's right. You can skip the phone calls, parking lots, waiting rooms, and pharmacy lines and just meet with a doctor on Eve Adam. Order your medication through your device and get refills delivered to your door on a schedule you set. Amazing. And in case you're worried, Eve Adam works with licensed doctors and an NABP accredited digital pharmacy. So you guys are in safe hands. And if you have any questions along the way, you can easily chat with a licensed physician through the chat feature in your account. Eve Adam offers brand names, affordable generics, and everything in between. They also offer birth control in a variety of forms, from pills to patches and rings. Eve Adam has all the resources you need to get the ideal medication for you. I love all the birth control choices. That is so nice. And you know what else is nice? Right now, Eve Adam is offering our listeners, you privates, 10% off when you go to eveadam.com slash private and enter code private at checkout. That's 10% off when you go to eveadam.com slash private and enter code private at checkout. So you mentioned some research studies that kind of back this stuff up, but I know you in your own practice, you have a lot of experience coaching people through changing their diets as well. And I want to talk about like those real world effects that you've seen and kind of like what the realistic, ex- you know, if you change your diet in this way and what kind of effects are you going to see? So it depends on what your baseline is. That's the biggest factor. So if I have a patient who hasn't had or morning erections, for example, in years, it's a completely different outlook than if I have somebody who's, you know, 30 years old and who has just noticing that their erections aren't as, aren't as strong, for example, or a patient who's just saying, oh, you know, when I was 20, it was so easy for me to orgasm. Now it just takes forever. And my partner is complaining of hand cramping and, you know, (laughs) or, you know, (laughs) that's real. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's real, you know, (laughs) That patient is one that's going to have much quicker results. That's the patient that, you know, I tell her to go on a diet for a week. And I'm not talking about like diet as in like diet culture type diet. I'm talking about diet as in just changing your eating habits to promote sexual health and and great sex. So I tell her to change her her diet for a a week or two. And she's going to notice, I would say, significant results more times than not. Whereas my patient who's a little older, a little more progressed, is going to need to change their dietary habits for a little bit longer to see results. Because the thing about it is, the arteries that lead to the clitoris and the penis are among the smallest in the body, and they're the quickest to get plugged. So, you know, blocked with all this accumulation. So that's why long before people have any kind of signs of heart disease or, you know, heart palpitations, chest pain, anything like that, they'll notice sexual decline. Oh. So that's why you got to start really early. I mean, I'm talking about, they've done studies where, you know, they do these autopsies on people who have died in war or, you know, in car accidents, and they're like 20 years old, and they already have plaque accumulation 
in their arteries. So it starts really, really early. And so even the person who's having great sex now, you still want to take care of your arteries now because you'll, you'll have better sex longer. But as far as how quickly patients get results, there's a um, date night sex menu in the book. And it's basically all the foods that actually have research to show that they have a short-term effect on sex. And that is something that you would experience that night. It's not going to be like a Viagra pill, but it's going to be something that's measurable and noticeable. So for example, certain foods like a greasy, heavy meal or really sugary meal is going to tank testosterone in the short term. We're talking about in that two-hour window post-eating it. And that's been studied in research. That's why when you have a really fancy dinner and stuff, generally, you do not want to have sex after. (laughs) Right, exactly. You want to just like go veg on the couch, you know? Mm -hmm. In a really fatty meal is also going to measurably stiffen blood vessels right after eating it. Same with a really salty meal. So you kind of avoid those ones that are going to stiffen your blood vessels and tank your testosterone. And you include foods that are going to have an immediate effect on blood vessels to bring more blood flow, dilate blood vessels, and kind of improve the elasticity. And that's a short term. So you can see some results in, you know, a couple hours and then some results, you know, maybe take a few weeks or longer. It's so fascinating because like great sex aside, I mean, who doesn't want to have great sex? But like this kind of diet orientation is an early warning system for like the whole rest of your health. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, having a great sex diet isn't different from having an overall great diet, you know, or being having healthy diets like, oh, well, do I, I should choose whether I'm going to be healthy or whether I'm going to have good sex. No, you can have both, you know. (laughs) It's just that the, the book that I wrote focuses on what food actually does, you know, in that department. Um, Would you also say that some of the connection is like mood? Yeah, absolutely. Because what I notice when I eat more vegetables and like fruits that my mood is definitely improved. And I think like if you're in a bad mood, you're less likely to want to have sex for sure. (laughs) And there's libido effects too, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of research that shows, for example, so you said when you eat fruit, you're in a better mood. Vitamin C rapidly improves mood. And there's a lot of research to support that. So um, the same with potassium is one of those things that's important for long-term mental health. But so yeah, food definitely affects how you feel emotionally. And remember, all of those emotion chemicals are also sometimes overlapping with sex chemicals. So dopamine, when you orgasm, you know, dopamine's a big player. In pleasure, dopamine's a big player. Every time we put food in our mouth, our bodies release dopamine because it feels good. So when your dopamine pathway is disrupted because of a shitty diet, you're not going to be in good of as, as good of a mood and you're not going to have as good of sex. So you mentioned diet culture. And I think when people hear the word diet, they're like, yeah, you know, all the societal bullshit that has been fed to us, like comes rushing back and it's you know, kind of triggering. (laughs) So can you explain like the good version of diet versus the bad version? Yeah, because, well, you know, and and I kind of struggled with that title too, because, you know, my alternate title was food for great sex, but I really didn't want to convey the notion that it was like this fun book about like playing with foods and and sex and like something that was kind of, you know, 
fluffy and it truly is a diet. It's a dietary lifestyle. You know, it's it's not like this squash blossoms really going to get you off. <laughs> well, yeah, right. I think like it's the people who are like waiting to be like, OK, put whipped cream on her nipples yeah. and then they're going to open up and you being this like cucumber. kale is good for your arteries. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Or there's all those trendy foods like, oh, look at this superfood. Look at this. Look at this thing. But truly, this is, you know, it's all evidence based and it is a diet, but it's not one of those beat your body into submission diets. And it's not about losing weight. It's about health. Um, You know, being thin, for example, is not the same as being sexually fit. There's lots of thin people who cannot achieve orgasm and who may not have strong erections. It's not one in the same. This is more just how to eat for great sex. And you can do that at any size. And it's not at all about, um, you know, fat shaming or, or, or size shaming in any way. It's not, that's not at all the focus of it. I actually read a really great blog entry on your website called Fat Chicks Writing Diet Books, question mark. And it kind of went into like your fear around that when you were writing the book. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, uh, let's see, I'm a lar- extra large, I would say, <laughs> is my, um, the tag that's on my clothing. And quite honestly, I kind of worried when I went to publish the book, you know, it's like, you know, I may have a bunch of degrees under my belt. I may be well-educated in nutrition. I may have a private practice in sexual health, but do I have credibility in terms of telling what people what to eat? You know, I worried people would say, well, clearly she doesn't know how to eat herself. So how can we listen to her to, to tell us what to eat? And, you know, that's just kind of reflective of the ongoing struggle that people have to fit into a world that has a very narrow idea of what is attractive. Um, and, you know, this media-driven kind of message that, you know, you look like the person on the screen or, you know, you're not going to find sex, you're not going to find love, you're, you know, you're not fuckable, really. And so it was yet another uh, step in the process of, you know, liking myself. Mm -hmm. So I feel that, I mean, you know, I grew up in the same shitty society that you did, but I feel that shifting a little bit. Do you feel that conversation kind of morphing and there becoming more acceptance around that and like just awareness of thin doesn't mean healthy? Well, I do. I think it's a lot more out in the open, but I've also come to a realization as I've evolved sexually that, um, you know, fat is hot, thin is hot, fat's hot. You know, they're both hot. And just that like, I thought that the barrier to dating and to having great sex, if I ever had one, was inside of me more than it was outside of me. And that's not to say that that it's not coming outside because it is. You know, all that there's a it's we're beaten over the head with the message for sure. But it matters way less to a potential partner than I thought it did. You know, I have great sex. I have you know really good sex and it's a product of how I feel about myself and um, not not so much about my size. Well, your skin looks amazing. So oh, the thank food you. is <laughs> definitely working on the <laughs> skin level for sure. And I'm four, I'm 45 years old. So oh, damn. Damn. thank Shit. you. All right. All right. All right. So that is the endorsement for the book. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wanted to say that I also think that if we spent less time on like the outward part of it, then we could also diagnose people with things earlier too. Because I feel like um, with fat people, no matter what they come in for, the doctors are always like, but have you tried losing weight regardless of whatever the fuck's going on? But if you're thin and you come in, they're like, no, you're thin, you're healthy. And you're like, I'm actually not. I haven't worked yeah. out in 10 years. Did you hear me say <laughs> right. the, the thing about the Skittles? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keel over just walking up the stairs. But like you're assuming I'm fine because like I'm thin. That's very stupid and I think is a disservice to everybody. I think it is too. I'm kind of, I'm really annoyed with that. Well, have you tried losing weight? You know, I have a very good friend who his body just stopped producing testosterone and he gained 150 pounds. He was like that for 20 years before they realized that he needed testosterone. Then they gave him testosterone and he lost 150 pounds. Oh my God. And he eats like a bird. Weight is so much more of a product of hormones and other types of things that are going on in the body rather than just calories in, calories out. Because clearly he was eating, you know, at a calorie deficit and he just gained weight anyways. And I think that's the case for pretty much everyone. We have a set point and so much of it is not based on how indulgent we are. It's based on other factors. Hey, just because you're grown up doesn't mean you've outgrown bedtime stories. Whether you want a story to turn you on or wind you down for better sleep, Dipsy helps you get in touch with yourself for some extra sweet dreams. Mmm, I love that ghost dick. (laughs) Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. Find stories about an off-limits hookup with your professor, meow, or a costume party that takes things to the next level, or maybe a story where your partner tells you exactly what to do or you try a new toy together. Yes, 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 yes. All that sounds amazing. And they release new stories every week, so there's always more to explore. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, there is something for everyone. Yeah, and it's really nice to keep finding new favorites. Plus, Dipsy also has wellness sessions that help you learn more about yourself and bedtime stories and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com private. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P- seastories.com slash private. That's dipsystories.com slash private. Is there anything that you've learned in your research, you know, because there's definitely for women advice for men, is there anything for people in the middle of the gender spectrum or are transitioning that they should look out for diet-wise? Well, you know, most of the research focuses on male or female. You yeah, know, there's not really there's not other research really. However, having great blood flow is something we all want. We all want good blood flow to the genitals because no matter what your genitals look like, the better the blood flow, the more pleasure, you know. And that that includes female sexual pleasure. So the more engorged the clitoris is, the more sensitive it is, the easier orgasm is, the better lubrication is. Those things all come you know, secondary to blood flow and strong nerve conduction. So we can promote that. 
no matter, you know, gender or identity with the food that we eat. So you are also an acupuncturist and you talk about that a little bit in your book. Can you talk about how that ties into the sexual spectrum? Yeah. So when in Chinese medicine, you know, we acknowledge the concept of qi. And when qi and blood flow freely and abundantly, we have great sex. When qi is blocked or insufficient, we don't have good sex. How that translates is any kind of blockage like plaque accumulation in the vessels that block blood or, again, poor nerve conduction, these translate pretty easily to the concepts in Western medicine of blood, of the cardiovascular system, and nervous system health. So to do that, a diet in Chinese medicine believes that you should balance the five flavors and promote the flow of qi and blood. So in our society, we favor certain flavors and we neglect other flavors. So we favor things like the salty flavor with our processed foods. We favor the sweet flavor with our sweets and our cookies and candies and baked goods. And we neglect sour, which is our fruits, and we neglect bitter, which is our leafy greens and our salads. And so that kind of creates an imbalance in yin and yang. And so that makes for, you know, sex that isn't as good. So that Chinese medicine is pretty consistent with modern research. There's a couple of sticking points. There are a few things they don't agree on. Chinese medicine believes you should not be eating any cold, raw foods, whereas Modern medicine says the nutritional profile of raw, you know, leaves, for example, is way better than than cooked or, you know, raw vegetables. So there is the discrepancy. Um, One of the things that these raw foods are thought to, to do is to bring pathogens into the body. You know, so what I would say is if you are eating raw, which I do recommend, make sure it's really, really fresh, you know, very fresh, good, you know, and when I open up those bagged lettuces, sometimes it's like you get a whiff of one of those things and you can tell like right off the bat, it's not fresh, you know, it's like kind of nasty, you know, when you open it up. They smell like farts. You're like, already? God damn it. I haven't even <laughs> eaten you. <laughs> <laughs> you needed a punch. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so in acupuncture, the goal is to move the chi. And one of the points that I use with a lot of my patients is on the perineum. It's in between the testicles and the anus or the vagina and the anus. And that's a major crossing point of nerves associated with sexual function. And that's one of the reasons that it helps. You know, it helps with blood flow, lubrication. It helps with other things too. I use that point quite a bit. You talked about some date night menu foods. Could you give us like a sample date night menu? Yeah, um, I made a date night menu recently. And oh, a nice winter. Let's see, I'll do a there's a summer and there's kind of a more of a winter or fall one. But basically, we want to have all those foods that are going to promote blood flow and keep our sex hormones where we want them. And then we're going to minimize the foods that work against that the ones that stiffen blood vessels. So it's Definitely, you're, you're going to be holding the salt. You're going to be holding the greasy fats. But the cool thing about the research that I found was that omega-3 rich fats actually had the opposite effect on blood vessels. They actually improved vascular function in the two-hour window after eating it. So my date night sex menu would include either something like wild salmon or 
walnuts, for example, if, if you're plant-based. Um, so the one that I made recently was a roasted acorn squash, and it had some aphrodisiac spices on it, like cloves and nutmeg. I had a nice big leafy green salad with some pepper and lemon holding the salt. And again, if you're plant-based, throw those walnuts right on top of the acorn squash and you've got a nice little meal there. We had beet juice for, you know, before the meal. And let me see what else. Uh, for dessert, we had some polyphenol-rich uh, raspberries. So polyphenols were shown in research to, again, improve arterial function measurably within that two hour window after eating them. So all the foods on that list, you know, with potassium, that's one of the things that you get in the squash and in the leafy greens. Potassium is something sorely neglecting in our diet. And it's found in things like leafy greens, squash, baked yams with the skins on them, banana and orange. But there's not a huge list of ones that actually have any more than like 20% of the RDA. And that's a big problem because humans used to take in about 10 times as much potassium in our diets as sodium. Now, with our processed diets, we take in about 10 times as much sodium as potassium. And in order to deal with all that extra excess salt, our kidneys have to flush out potassium in doing so. And what this does is it wreaks havoc on blood vessels. It causes calcifications and, and stiffens them, not to mention the effect on our mood, and, and it affects a lot of aspects of sexual health. So that's pretty abundant in the whole entire sex diet, but also in the date night sex menu diet because potassium-rich foods were shown in research to improve blood flow within a couple hours of eating them. Amazing. Okay, horny for this date night menu. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more salt. Holy crap. <laughs> I know. All right, y'all, it's back to school for your sex education because we just got new like a kitten boxes. I love like a kitten time. When that box comes, I am so thrilled to crack it open. There's always so many fun things there. What did you get this time? Oh my God, I got so much stuff. Those sound effects that you heard earlier, those were actually our orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just our clits vibrating. That's what you heard. <laughs> okay, let me talk you through it, Sophia. I got Think Clean Thoughts toy cleaner because I needed some new toy cleaner. I was getting really dirty, and so I'm very happy to have that. I got some new kitten ears, which I know you'll appreciate. <laughs> She's looking at me literally wearing my cat ear headphones as we record, so yes. Perhaps my favorite thing is called Pleasure Hunter. It's a Pleasure Hunter vibe, anal beads, a rabbit, and a twin tip. So. Talk oh, about shit. a jack-off fest. Let me tell you. Oh, shit. That looks really good. I think I'm going to have to get that next time. But so if you're a renowned Sagittarius. <laughs> yes, here's the thing. I normally am completely ambivalent about astrology unless things in my life are falling apart. And then I immediately go to it because I am insane. And then you're so, like, this is totally real. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this will work. This one will work. Um, so yeah, anyway, because of, you know, the world falling apart, I have been anxious. So immediately I was like, a Sagittarius box? Yes. So I ordered that. It comes with a really cool like lapis lazuli little like necklace. 
and it's got like a like a ginger spiced clit balm Ooh. that I'm excited to use with like the little finger vibe that Ulsa comes with that is hella powerful. So yeah, all of that looks great. I also got a bath bomb. I got a book about goddesses Damn. that I'm very excited to learn about. And I got a little cute black um, satin robe with a kitten embroidery on it. I got a robe it. too. I love Ooh, it. Oh, did you got a black one too? Or did you get another color? I got a black one, but I got the fuzzy one. Yeah, I got the like silky one and it's, it's really cute. And what else did I get? Oh, and I got some really good lube. Ooh. So if you want to go back to school for your self-love and your own sexuality, which I encourage you to do. Or you want to pamper someone in your life. Hell yeah. Well, you are in luck because right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash private or enter code private at checkout. Yeah, seriously, that's incredible. 20% off and free shipping. You guys, you have to go to likeakitten.com slash private. And let us know what you get. Oh, I also got these very hot bracelets that are actually handcuffs. Ooh. They're so sexy. They're like gold and whatever. Anyway, get this box for real. I'm into it. So you mentioned you have kids. Is there anything um, that you found in your research that pregnant women or postpartum women should look out for diet-wise? Let me see. Pregnant or postpartum diet-wise. To have great sex or... You know, I know some new moms that getting getting back. back in the saddle. Well, I would say the whole book, really, because... I mean, first of all, number one, don't push yourself. You just had a freaking kid. Like, you know, if anybody's pressuring you to have sex right after you had a kid, you know, tell them to F off. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, thank you. Th- that's what I was thinking. God, I wasn't going to say it, but thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but having said that, when you want to kind of get your hormones back in whack, definitely following, you know, the entire diet in the book is, is, you know, helpful. It's, it's all about helping to balance those, those hormones, you know, strengthen nerve conduction, improve blood flow. It's all through those things. And so I wouldn't say there's one specific thing to balance hormones, but the whole kind of the whole, the whole package, everything in there talks about that. Sounds like we all need this book. So where do people find it? (laughs) You can find it on Amazon. All right. Awesome. So diet for good sex and great sex. Great. Excuse me. We don't want good sex. We want great sex. We, we do. We want great <laughs> Courtney's sex. Courtney's settling, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet, Christine? Uh, I'm at dietforgreatsex.com. And on social media, I am at dietforgreatsex as well. Um, and yep, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I've got a few recipe videos on there. Oh, cool. You're way cooler than us. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. This has been awesome. Yeah, this has been fun. Thanks so much. Thank you. Okay. I am properly self-aware about all the negative, (laughs) all the bad foods I've been putting into my body and... I'm going to eat to fuck from now on. I'm excited to hear it because I cannot (laughs) stand anytime we travel to a new country. You're like, hey, 
Where's the closest place to get sugar-free Red Bull? Where's the international 7-Eleven? They're like, this is Belize, ma'am. Can you get the fuck out of here? (laughs) Oh, you just have like a a whole bag of sugar over here? I'll just take this, I guess. (laughs) No, I'm going to improve my diet because, you know, I don't know. She, She sold me. Me too. Thank you so much, Christine, for showing us the way and really showing us that diet doesn't have to be so boring. I mean, come on. Those lettuces sound amazing. <laughs> Dude, the fact the butter lettuce counts, fucking psyched. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much to Christine Delosier for coming on here and expanding our minds about what our diet should consist of. Truly, and in a way that didn't make me want to tear out my hair or, you know, find <laughs> solace with some hot Cheetos. <laughs> That is a very strong review. And you guys, we have a ton of fun stuff coming up for you. We have the long-awaited episode with Jacqueline Moore about transitioning during a pandemic. Such a good episode. Yes, and such a funny one because you can hear us flirting with Jacqueline in a way that is borderline inappropriate. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Calls into question our professionalism, but we had a really great time. (laughs) Um, and of course we have our Belize episodes coming up before you know it they will be here that's right you better Belize it it's happening and of course you gotta stay in touch with us in between episodes so if you want to follow me on the social medias at Courtney Kosak last name K-O-C-A-K love to interact with the fans And you can find me at the Sophia, so F-I-Y-A, on Twitter and Instagram. Holler. And if you want to follow the show, it's at Private Parts Un on Twitter, at Private Parts Unknown on Instagram and Facebook. And the newsletter is popping off, friends. You need to give us a subscribe on our newsletter. It's a ton of fun stuff. Sophia is dropping anal masturbation tips. It is a very fun time. So head on over to privatepartsunknown.com and sign up for the newsletter. And of course, if you love this episode and you love the show, please rate and review us because that helps new people find us. We truly need y'all's rating and reviews, and we made it super easy for you to do that. So just head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash private. You can rate us on whatever platform you listen to us on. You can even rate us on a platform you don't listen to us on. Give us the compliments. Let other people know that you love the show, that it's worth a listen, and it truly means so, so much. And We would read a review for you right now, but we don't have any new ones. So we really need you to get your asses over to ratethispodcast.com slash private. Hey, Sophia, I thought you were going to yell at them. Are you fucking kidding me? We (laughs) just taught you how to eat to fuck? (laughs) We are bringing you extra tips about your butt in a newsletter? And what do you do? Oh, nothing? (laughs) Nothing? Oh, so it's take a penny, leave a penny, but your ass just took all the pennies? Never left nothing? You are an embarrassment. You know how you can fix that and fix yourself? You leave us a review, or I will come to your house, and I will take your computer and leave a review 
on it. <laughs> you know what? I'm willing to back her up on this threat, privates. So why don't you just head on over to your own computer and your own cell phone and go to ratethispodcast.com slash private. Leave us a rating and review. And then Sophia doesn't have to stoop to stalking your ass and stealing your electronics. So just do it. Don't make me kidnap Nana. <laughs> Hey, Sophia, what's that bomb-ass music? This music is by our bomb-ass friend, Amy Roche. You should find her on Spotify. Her last name spelled R-A-A-S-C-H. This episode was mixed by Mike Castaneda from Plastic Audio. <gasps> oh, it's Michael. He is a Michael. I'm gonna dress as him for Halloween and get lots of candy. And then I'll drop the candy off for his wife and eight kids. It's gonna be a good Halloween at Mike's house. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> that was our little Halloween ditty. If you didn't hear last week, there was a whole Thanksgiving ditty because we are so grateful to Mike. And, you know, we've got a lot of other holidays that we can cover nonsensically. So I hope you tune in. <laughs> That's why you listen all the way to the end, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you skip, then there's no way you hear these gems. And as you know, I am an award winning. <laughs> producer, songwriter, performer. We have been awarded many times as people asked us to please stop singing. <laughs> Courtney, they shot a whole documentary about about you, right? And you're singing. <laughs> I mean, it's available it's on called, all streaming please no, platforms. Please no, dear God, please no. <laughs> it's called Please Stop, the story of one woman who wouldn't. <laughs> Okay, I feel like you were featured heavily in the documentary as well, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was pretty much the other star of the documentary. And honestly, um, they put me in the sequel, which was, I thought we said no. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that one's short. That one's short because the camera person quit and threw the camera at me in an attempt to get me to stop singing. <laughs> But nevertheless, we will persist and be back again next episode with some more jingles. So catch us next time. Bye. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.